0: Time for Net at Night. Amber MacArthur is here. Episode 178 coming up. The Diaspora Project goes live. We'll take a look at this Facebook alternative, uh, a special new Foursquare badge for the TSA, and how you can put Jimmy Wales' face on your webpage wherever you go. Net at Night is next. Stay here. Netcasts you love
1: from people you trust.
0: This is Twit. Audio bandwidth for Net at Night is provided by Winamp. Subscribe to Net at Night and all your favorite podcasts with the ultimate media player. Download it for free at winamp.com. Video bandwidth for Net at Night is provided by Cashfly at C-A-C-H-E-F-L-Y.com. It's time for Net at Night with Amber MacArthur and Leo Laporte. Episode 178, recorded November 23rd, 2010. CommonCrafts.com. Net at Night is brought to you by Ford and Voice Activated Sync. Featuring true hands-free calling, turn-by-turn directions, 911 assist, and more. Available exclusively on Ford, Lincoln, and Mercury vehicles. For more details, visit SyncMyRidePodcast.com. And by Audible.com. To download the free audiobook of your choice, go to Audible.com slash night. And by MailRoute.info. MailRoute is a secure, hosted service that provides enterprise-grade virus and spam filtering to companies of any size. Save 10% on the life of your account when you use the URL MailRoute.info. It's time for Net and I from Petaluma, California, I'm Leo Laporte.
1: And from Toronto, Ontario, Canada, I'm Amber McArthur.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you caught me being silly, Amber.
1: It's like your head's going to explode, Leo. Ah,
0: you know why? I've been drinking cat's-ass coffee. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Do, you know, do you have any idea what that is when I say that?
1: No, it doesn't sound good.
0: To me. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody who is a, uh, f- a uh, listener... Sent me and it's very expensive. It's three hundred twenty dollars a pound. It's what? it's yeah. It's his special coffee from Sumatra. He only sent me a little bit, hundred grams, which is about a quarter of a, a quarter of a pound, about eighty dollars worth. Uh, he sent me this uh, coffee as a thank you, and in uh, and I looked it up. It's got a certificate of authenticity. Apparently, what they do is they're these civet cats that like coffee beans, and they come down and they raid the coffee plantations for beans and this all started a couple of hundred years ago when uh, the dutch occupied sumatra they said we want all the coffee for ourselves you you coffee growers you don't get any the coffee growers were uh, as you might imagine i i'm sure if i said to you you can't have any chocolate you would find a way no you would find a way around the restriction so they noticed that these civets would uh, eat the coffee beans and then poop them and poopa mostly intact. So they said, well, can, at least we can get the coffee beans. And the, the Dutch don't want these. Well, it turns out that in the digestive process, the beans themselves don't get digested, but something magical happens. <laughs> and the beans make a much uh, smoother, more flavorful brew.
1: That's disgusting.
0: It's pretty gross.
1: Is it good, though?
0: It's, it's definitely smoother. I I'm, I'm not going to drink it. I have only had one cup and I'm not drinking it anymore. But I but I I, I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to thank uh, Tony or I'm sorry Troy Moret or Moret who sent me the It's it's technically called Kopi Luwak, but uh, the brand is Cat's Ass Coffee. Wow. I'm going to save some for you when you come visit.
1: No, no, that's okay, Leo. <laughs> you can have that all to yourself. I'm really okay with that. I I don't even I, I was you know I was very focused and ready for the show. You were,
0: and I threw you, didn't I? And
1: uh, you threw me. You know, I don't think I'm thrown that easily these mm. days. But uh, <laughs> kind yeah, of well,
0: right when you're the mother of a one year old, you know anything can happen. <laughs>
1: That's true. Yeah. So uh,
0: today we have Leela Fever on.
1: Yes, is, I'm so excited to this have him on. Well, you're probably familiar with Common Craft. They've done a bunch of those fantastic how-to videos, you know, how Twitter works, um, how Gmail works, what uh, augmented reality is all about. Their videos have had more than 25 million views wow. on YouTube, and they produce a lot of these videos for companies now. And so they've essentially turned their passion of doing these great short little video um, videos into a full-time job. So he runs the company with his wife, and uh, he's based in Seattle, and he's going to join us today to talk a little bit uh, about his company, what they do, and how you Believes that anything, especially technical things, can be explained in three minutes or less in a very simple way. So um, I'm sure you've seen some of the videos. Oh, the
0: the Twitter one was amazing. That that was the one, the first one I ever saw that actually helped me understand Twitter. And it's like little drawings, right?
2: Interesting to us.
1: They're fantastic. And in fact, uh, uh, Chris, my partner, his dad, says that he's learned a lot about how different websites work just based on these videos because they really do make it easy for anyone to understand. Um, They're just a great resource.
0: Now, am I wrong or wasn't this twitter in plain english on youtube but now it looks like you have to buy it if you want
1: yeah, I got that feeling because some of the videos now have a stamp on them for mm-hmm. evaluation only. So mm-hmm. um, I, like I think they've tr- been trying to turn this into uh, more of a business, which I think makes sense. You yeah. know, they're spending a lot of time doing these. So we'll find out more from him, uh, have a chance to chat with him and uh, see what the company is all about and what they have out there next uh, as far as explaining things. Really
0: interesting, really cool. And it's kind of a nice success story. Lila Fever coming up in sure just is. a little bit. Before we do that, though, as always, we like to check in with the internet and see what's new on the web.
1: Yes, uh, there is a lot happening online. Uh, one of the links that I just came across today was about uh, that social network that was launching or has uh, launched. It's called Diaspora or Diaspora. I'm not sure how you pronounce it. Um, and they've just launched in private alpha. Um, now, this is the open source Facebook alternative. Now, we've talked about it before on the show when there was all that fuss happening about Facebook and privacy. I don't have an invite, but I was wondering if you did. If you,
0: I gave him a ton of money. I ought to have an invite somewhere. I yeah, should,
1: that's I, what I was thinking. You should definitely... I should uh, look. <laughs> <laughs> you probably do. You probably have it in your many, I'm going to check emails.
0: my email and see. Thank you for letting me know. You know, I haven't really paid much attention to it. This was, of course, a cause celebre when uh, Facebook changed its privacy policies, and I and a lot of other people said, that's it, Facebook, we're gone, we're history, we're out of here. And I ended up coming back because I realized, well, uh, you know, if I were a private citizen, I probably wouldn't be back, but because I need to talk about Facebook uh, to, uh, to, to, you know, to cover Facebook, I have to have an account and I'm glad because, you know, Facebook keeps doing things, uh, that are both of interest and of scary. And so I need to know, you know, about Facebook places, uh, the new Facebook groups. Uh, there's always something new going on at uh, Facebook. So let me see here. Diaspora project update number 14 from Kickstarter. Uh, I want to talk about diaspora discussion group. Uh they said user facing alpha should be dropping in October. Well they're a little late
1: on that, but that's fine. Yeah, um, and I think there I mean it's a few students behind it as far as I know. Yeah, they're I mean, NYU they, students, yeah. Yeah, and they did get quite a bit of money um when they were raising funds to start this project. Uh I don't know a lot about it. I would love to get an invite. So uh uh let me know if you get a chance. And I would love to have them on the show just to talk more about it because there was so much buzz and then it kind of died off and um I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to compete with Facebook right now. <laughs> I think
0: I kind of blew it because you know I gave them, I think a hundred bucks or five. I gave them a lot of money and they raised a quarter of a million dollars. Uh, it was much more than they asked for to get started, um, and then I didn't follow up because you know I was supposed to I was supposed to get a T-shirt or something. I don't. <laughs> I didn't follow up. And an invite okay. would be nice. But you know, doesn't it feel like last year's news now? I mean,
1: it feels like forever ago. <laughs> yeah,
0: you that's know, how fast really this does. stuff happens. They say share what you want with who you want. You have choice. You can sort your connections into groups called aspects. That's something that Facebook really needs and, and has addressed in some ways. Uh, ownership. You own your pictures. You don't have to give them up to share them. Maintaining ownership of everything you share on Diaspora. Simplicity. Sharing is clean and easy. It does it's, it? You know, maybe this is it. And by the way, one of the things that's kind of interesting about this is, yes, you can join their diaspora server at joindiaspora.com but you can also create your own so you can run your own server and i presume they'll be federated together you know so that if i post something on my server it'll go to the other servers i don't know
1: yeah, I just worry a little bit. I mean, I know there's nothing that they could have done about this. But, you know, a lot of these things are timing, right? And I think there was that window right after all of this happened for people to, you know, keep the buzz going about this uh, uh, new service out there. And it just kind of died off. So, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I have to kind of poke around and see uh, what I think of it if I ever get an invite. Maybe I'll sign up for an invite now because it looks like you can do that on the site.
0: I will sign up too. And maybe they'll recognize me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and send something. That happens invite. sometimes. You know, I
0: signed up... Uh What did I sign up for? Something. And I got an email from the CEO saying, oh, thanks for signing up. Let me know if there's anything I can do.
1: Oh, that's nice.
0: Yeah, I thought that was kind of nice. You know, I like to go under the radar, though, a little bit because I don't want to get special treatment. And I think the best way to review stuff is to see what it's like for a normal, you know, everyday person who's not getting, you know, CEO help.
1: I'm still waiting for my invite for uh, Facebook messages to try that out.
0: Yeah. You know what? I asked Kevin Rose about that. On yeah. Sunday. You'd think, of all people, he'd be the first to get one. And he says, well, I asked Zuck, his friend, Mark Zuckerberg. He said, I asked Zuck if I could have one. He said, no, no. <laughs> oh Zuck said, oh, no, it's, wait, it's too complicated. It's too hard. Oh, no. just sign. He said, go to the page and sign up. Nobody's getting it.
1: Yeah, okay, I don't feel so badly now. Well, someone from Facebook emailed me as soon as the announcement came out, and he's part of Facebook Canada, and he said he had five invites. Um, I mentioned this last week, and he was going to send me one, but I haven't seen it, and I emailed him about it, and he said, oh, it takes a while for those invites to get sent out, so I wonder if there's been issues or, you know, Mm. they just don't want especially tech people getting in there and playing around with it yet. It seems a little fishy to me. A little
0: bit fishy. Yeah, I still have Mm -hmm. the uh, I presume if I go to my Facebook page at some point, it'll say,
1: Hey! Hey, we've
0: completely screwed up your email. You want to try it?
1: Yeah, exactly. Hey. hey Leo, hey. we have lots of other links, but I have to ask you, because I've seen you tweeting now and again with Steve Martin, and I think that you, maybe you got an early copy of his book, so I love him so much, so I'm trying to figure out
0: his what's book going on. Came Is he going out, on
1: Twitter.
0: Yes. It's uh, okay. actually going on the radio show. The book came out today. Okay. So I got it on audible.com. In fact, it's my audible pick for the week. I might as well do that right now. What do you say?
2: Oh, let's And then... <laughs>
0: uh steve apparently listens to uh at least some of our shows he's, he says he's a fan of the radio show so that's the show i asked him to be on so sunday uh at 12 30 pacific 3 30 eastern at live.twit.tv he's going to facetime in and he said and i said well good we, you know we could talk about the book he says no your audience wouldn't like it he says it's about the art world That's <laughs> we loved shop girl
1: i love that, that was book. his last novel yeah. Um, so-
0: loved Born Standing Up, which was a memoir. That was great. He's a great writer. I just saw his play, uh, Picasso at the Lapin Agile. I just said that very American. Picasso at the <laughs> Lapin Agile. <laughs> and, uh, and it's great. It's funny, but it's also kind of deep. And, he, you know, he, uh, I think he's a great writer. You know, for everybody knows him as a comedian and or banjo player, but he's really yeah, quite a good writer. So talented. Actor. Way too talented for one person. Yeah, so I am going to interview him on Sunday. Um, and I got the book. I ordered a hardcover, and then I saw it was on audible.com. This is what I... I love it when audible... And I think more and more this is happening with audible, where they'll get it uh, at the same time as it comes out on uh, in the in the book form. They try, I know, very hard to also have it available in audio form because I think what's changed, what's really new in, in this world of ours is that more and more people are listening to audio books uh, instead of reading paper books. Well, who has time to read paper books, and you get in bed and you fall asleep and you get one page a night. That's not going to work. But we all spend time in the car, at the gym, walking the dog, doing the laundry. where We, we couldn't read a book, but it, unless somebody read it to us. Ooh. So this is why I'm a big fan. Audible.com is a place to go. 75,000 books, all the bestsellers, a great selection of science fiction, history, classics, and yes, the new Steve Martin novel, An Object of Beauty. Let's listen to just a little bit. No, Steve does not read this. He did read, um, in fact, I highly recommend Born Standing Up because he read that and it was wonderful.
1: It's really good, yeah. This
0: is, Cam- this is Campbell Scott. This is right at the beginning of the book. It's a book about Lacey Yeager who takes the New York art world by storm. Ashat Audio presents... An object of beauty. Britain. I wish Steve read it, but I, this guy is great. Campbell Britain Scott's Britain one of their better Campbell readers. Scott. Now, seven minutes, seven hours, twenty-two minutes. You can listen in the car, and the way I listen, I will get this done in a week. But I have to listen faster because I have to finish it before I talk to Steve on Sunday. So I'm going to be listening at Thanksgiving dinner. I'm going to be, I'm going to be listening everywhere I go, and that's what I love about Audible. You really can get a lot of reading done here. This could be your first book. All you have to do is go to audible.com/night. Any book in here, basically what happens is you're going to sign up for the book a month plan. That's the gold account. And the first month is free. Your first book is free. And you can cancel before you have to pay a penny and get to keep the book forever. One of the things I love about Audible, I was just looking. I have been a member of Audible since January 2000, more than 10 years ago. I have over 400 books in my library, and I can go back and listen to any of those books again. It's just like a real library. It plays back on my iPad, my iPod, my iPhone, the Zoom, the Kindle, many GPS devices. In fact, if you want to know if it'll play on your device, pretty much everything, including there's a great Android application, just go to the device center, enter in your brand, and it'll tell you exactly whether Audible works on it. Audible.com slash Mac. I'm sorry, slash night. Audible.com slash night. Sign up today for uh, the gold account. Your first book's yours to keep for free. They're voting right now for the audiobook of the year. This is a tough one. I, man, just I some good stuff. I just got the new Keith Richards biography, too. I can't wait to hear that. Oh, that would be good. Oh. Yeah. It makes me, you know what it does? It makes me, <laughs> it makes me, I volunteer to drive kids to places. I'm, <laughs> I spent more time on the Stairmaster. It's actually good. I think it's good for you. It feeds your brain while you're working out. Audible.com slash night. Uh, All right. Another story.
1: Okay, so uh, Foursquare takes on the TSA with the baggage handler badge. Uh, this is kind of fun. Um this just came across on Mashable. I uh, just read it this afternoon, and um, it looks like you can get this badge when you check in at an airport. Um, so it seems like they're having kind of a little bit of fun with Good. it. Good. So <laughs> um, just playing uh, on the idea that there are so many people obviously complaining about the TSA and getting groped and pet. Pa-
0: are you, know, you flying down. anytime in the near future?
1: I literally, Leo. I just finished six weeks of six weeks of travel, so I flew a ton. Um, and to be honest with you, I don't really mind the pat downs. It doesn't bother me. You know, if it's safer, then that's great. Um, yeah, but they've changed
0: it. You know, I mean, this is uh, when was the last time you flew?
1: Last week. Oh,
0: I I think okay. they just put this into place uh, last week. So did you, So in the U.S., they have these new, there's two kinds of scanners. There's the back scanner and the millimeter scan, and the, both of them can see through your clothes. Did you do that, or did yeah, you choose the frisk? Yeah, I've done that.
1: We have them in Toronto. So we have the, you have a choice usually, right, to go through the full body scanner where they can see through your clothes, or you can get um, you know, the pat down. So and which do
0: you, which do you, you opt I for I did a
1: scanner. Yeah. If I it's
0: just, a millimeter scanner, I would do it because it's, uh, it, it's, it's not harmless. The back scattered is x-ray, although they say it's less radiation than from your cell phone, so come on can't yeah. be that bad for you.
1: Yeah, I would rather that than someone, you know...
0: Groping you. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, apparently, it's fairly intimate, the groping.
1: Oh, I'm sure it is. I
0: mean, the Canadians That's... are polite. They probably don't grope as much, but...
1: Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of ever been groped by an American TSA. Well,
0: Oh, TSA, I was going to say.
1: <laughs> I do, and then as soon as that came out of my mouth, I knew it was going. To work. But uh, I don't think I, ha- I don't think I have. Um, but in in Canada, for sure. But yeah, I always opt for the uh, the, the the scanner. Scan. Yeah. I, just I don't want,
0: I don't want to be frisked.
1: Me neither. Yeah. But and I, you know, you can kind of see. I think you can see if I remember correctly. You can see the output of what they see, and I don't, it just doesn't bother me that much. But well, I know I'd,
0: I'd like to know that. But I think it's it is a huge. I don't know if it's as big a controversy in Canada, because it's a, really it's a U.S. TSA regulation. But it is a huge controversy here. And tomorrow, the twenty fourth day before Thanksgiving, one of the busiest uh, flying days of the year, uh, has been. Brian Brushwood was promoting this on Twitter a couple of weeks ago. That's National Opt Out Day, and they're saying mm-hmm. just opt out of the X-ray and get the groping. I'm not sure what the plan is because it's just going to tie up air traffic like a mother. I know. Mother. That's the thing. So I know.
1: I think things are a little different, I have to say, in Canada. I can't speak for other parts of the world, but I just don't think Canadians are as protective about things like that. You know, I think it's, you know, we're just a little more laid back. I'm not saying we like to get groped, but I just think as a country, I can't see people coming together. They'd be too sort of, you know,
0: uninspired. It's very controversial. <laughs> so if I check in at the airport, let me think up, flying... Uh, next week. Yeah, I'm flying to Paris for Le Web on December 5th. So if I... Oh, I hope they still have it, because I'd like to get that
1: badge. Yeah. (laughs) It's called... So it seems like, yeah, the... The baggage handler badge. (laughs) Yeah, to unlock the badge, all you need to do is check in at any airport. Include something like TSA, grope, or don't touch my junk bro in your (laughs) shout-out. And after unlocking the baggage handler badge... Um, you get the following text: Looks like you had your baggage handled. Happy holidays, and have a safe flight. Oh
0: my god! I'd hate to be getting in trouble though for that. Because remember the the guy who got fined in England for tweeting he was going to blow up the airport.
1: Oh, I know.
0: I'm. I guess it's okay to say "Don't touch my junk."
1: Yeah, maybe this is a this is a little more fun. I guess you know it's not really a threat to. Uh, um,
0: I think that's really cool. I I think this is exactly what yeah. Foursquare needs to do to be relevant.
1: Yeah, relevant and timely. I mean, I think to get out there and just kind of be ahead of the curve in terms of coming out with a badge like this just before the holidays and so many people are flying and picking up on what is a huge news item. I mean, it's been all over Twitter. People are, like you said, it's so controversial. I think it's kind of a, um, a neat thing. And hopefully they do more of this type of badge. Hopefully you, you get one, Leo.
0: I'm, I'm going to get one. I'm going to get one in a couple of weeks on my way to Paris. <laughs> don't, I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm definitely going to post and say, don't touch my junk, bro. Definitely going to say that.
1: <laughs> uh,
0: or or maybe I'll say, next time Amber comes through, save the pictures. How about that?
1: Save the pictures. Save yeah, could the
0: pictures. That.
1: You can see what happens with no, that one. That. Yeah. It's, uh, so, yeah, kind of a neat thing that they've done. And uh, so, yeah, I just read that online today. So, we'll see how successful that is.
0: When oh, was the last time you were at Wikipedia?
1: It was a while. Sorry, Leo. I just got an email from Diaspor that says, please confirm your subscription. Woo! Hmm. Um, okay, so I'll... I'll Go ahead,
0: of- you do that while I show you a Wikipedia page. Because, uh, let me see if they're still doing... Oh, no, they they stopped doing it. Oh, man. They had these big messages. Oh, there it is.
1: <laughs> it should still be there, I think. A
0: personal appeal from Wikipedia founder Jimmy Wales. Read now. I got so annoyed I gave him 100 bucks, and it still says it.
1: Still says it. So it doesn't go away when you actually donate to you. No, I guess
0: they don't know it's you, right? How would they know? Mm. So I love this next story.
1: This is really fun. So, um, you know, you've seen that banner. I go to Wikipedia all the time, and I keep seeing Jimmy Wales, you know, his uh, face. Uh, everywhere kind of you go. Strange glare everywhere you go within the site. And it looks like someone has just come out with an extension for Chrome, where you can actually see that banner on any website that you visit. <laughs> um, so um, it's a Chrome extension, essentially, that allows you to add uh, Jimmy Wales to your web pages. Oh, so I thought this was just hilarious. Oh, my
0: God. Add Jimmy Wales to every page. He's so bothering you, can take you enough. Everywhere you go. Everywhere you go. The Jimmy Wales Chrome extension. Let me just see how many people uh have downloaded. Don't let, uh, you know only 742 users although 3000 installs. And they give this example, the Apple site, now the Beatles on iTunes, a personal appeal from Wikipedia. It's funny. What is going on, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy? It's not about you, Jimmy. And if it is about you, can you get a better picture cuz that's that's freaking scary.
1: I know. It's a, he that's one of, I think there's a couple of them, though. I've noticed different images, I think. But a couple of them, he's kind of just glaring, and he's uh, oh, got this glare over no, his face. No, so, no, 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 no,
0: no, no. Jimmy, Jimmy, but, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy.
1: I love that people are having fun with it and creating this uh, Chrome extension that you can, uh, you know, literally, like they say, take the whales banner with you wherever you go online. <laughs> All the time.
0: <laughs> I wonder how many people actually leave that on. Somebody's pointing okay, out yeah. that, you, you know, you can get, get rid of it. I understand that you can get rid of it. And when yeah. you're on Wikipedia, you just you just click the X and it goes away. Let's see here, but it comes back the next time you browse some you know somewhere.
1: And if you already donate, you should it should be some should be somewhere you can get rid of it. Well, maybe maybe
0: maybe no, let me see. Is it gone completely now? Do I am I never going to see it again? Because I said X. I guess so. So I guess that's, you can't get rid of it. Totally. It just yeah. on it, the problem is I use so many different machines.
1: Hmm. I have to click
0: the X every time.
1: So, Leo, just this, so this email I got from uh, Diaspora, diaspora, diaspora um, it's very strange. It says, please confirm subscription to our list. So, I'm guessing... Oh, no, no. That, yeah.
0: That doesn't mean you subscribe. got in.
1: No. That, I thought it did as soon yeah, as I saw that it. Yeah. That
0: means they're just checking to make sure it's really your email.
1: You see? Yeah. So, um, confirm you, your you subscription. still have to wait. To our list. But it doesn't still say much about... Subscription confirmed. So, I've been added to their mailing list, I guess. I don't know. It's very, there's not a lot of information. It's very vague. Yeah. Kind of I frustrating.
0: Ha- I'll be honest. I don't have high hopes.
1: I don't have high hopes just looking at this email. Icon. I <laughs> there's no information. Our list, yeah. what does that mean? <laughs>
0: By the way, you know. a- according to, was it TechCrunch? They chose the Jimmy Wales one because it worked.
1: It actually, cause it's Because it was the most,
0: they tested other ones.
1: Yeah, and the, I guess it had the most uh, response from readers as far as them feeling generous and wanting to donate money. They just liked the uh, stare that Jimmy Wales has within that particular photo.
0: <laughs> and you know, the truth is, Wikipedia is a national, an international treasure.
2: And oh, I'm glad,
0: it is. To, I was glad to give it money. I've given it money every time they've asked. They're, they're trying to raise $16 million, and the And the thing that always gets to me is, and I've heard Jimmy talk about this. We've had Jimmy on the show. They yeah, will not yeah. accept advertising. He's been told time and time again, dude, if you just put ads, you have so much traffic, you, you'd make much more than $16 million a year, and he does not want to have ads on it. And I commend him for
1: that. I do too, but, yeah. I mean, yeah. I use it so much. I should probably go donate today. Because- well, of course.
0: How much is it worth, really? Think how much yeah. you use it and how much I use it. I use it almost every day.
1: Me too,
0: yeah. 100 bucks that's cheap for what yeah. we get.
1: It really is, I mean, just as a resource to look things up, especially if you're researching or writing articles or whatever it might be, there's just so much so make, I'm
0: making fun of Jimmy, but I, but in, but in all honesty, I really think we should all donate hmm. uh, it's a it's a it is one of the most uh, you know if you pick up I think you could say the one of the top five most important things on the internet, if not oh, if, if not number one,
1: right yeah right. it really and is It's free, and
0: there's no ads. So it's fantastic. All right, we're going to get our sight of the night and our video of the week and our guest in just a moment. Before we do, though, can I remind you about Ford and the great Ford SYNC? I shouldn't have to tell you about SYNC. It's so great. I talk about it all the time, even when they don't have an ad. I, we were talking about it <laughs> on MacBreak Weekly uh, just because I love it. It's in my Mustang. It's in the uh, you know many of the new Ford Lincoln and Mercury vehicles. And also, if you get something like the Ford Edge, the new my Ford Touch, which is SYNC+. Plus. An eight-inch screen and two screens behind the steering wheel, and the whole idea is the same for both: is keep your eyes on the road and your hands on the wheel, so you're safe, but you can still do all the things that nowadays we expect to do: make hands-free calls, true hands-free calling. You know, you press the button on the steering wheel and you talk your way. Say, call Amber MacArthur on her cell, and boom, there she is. Turn by turn driving directions, even without a more expensive GPS unit, which is optional, and you don't have to get that though, because it's got a GPS in it, and it will and it will talk you through. And in fact, if there's a traffic alert, it'll say, "Oh, I know where she's going. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a route around this." Uh, you get the nine one one assist, which I think is really important. In fact, I think it should be in every car. Where if the airbags deploy, uh, the the, 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 the sync calls 911, feeds your exact GPS coordinates to 911, plays a recorded message, then opens the mic in the car for you to speak. Uh, boy, I think that's really, really important. Uh, you can control the climate. You can play podcasts and music. Uh, it has a USB port. The My4 Touch has two USB ports and an SD card slot. I mean, these cars are 21st century all the way. Even, even will read you your text messages from your Android or your Windows Phone 7. I want you to take a look. Here's, here's two ways you can do it. You can go to the sync My Ride website, SyncMyRidePodcast.com, and watch videos there. But really, the best thing, go to a Ford dealer, Ford, Lincoln, or Mercury dealer, and say, don't say, I want to test drive a car. Say, I want to test drive the sync. You get the car just kind of extra. They'll throw it in. <laughs> I want to test drive the sync. Sync My Ride Podcast. And I'm seeing Steve at X3X at in the chat room saying, "I was thinking of buying a Honda, but after hearing about this, I'm 90 percent Ford. Look, at you're supporting, you know, Detroit industrial America, keeping it alive by buying a Ford. Please do. I'm so I'm so happy to be driving an American car. And Amber, Ford's in Canada too.
1: Of course, Leo. And I was that's what how I found out about uh, uh, the Steve Martin books. I saw you had posted a picture from inside uh, your. Oh Ford. yeah, I was playing it. Yeah. And it got a ton of views. Did you notice if you look at all your pictures, it got, I don't know if it was thousands of views, but uh,
0: we got to get this. You know, we talked to the Instagram people. Yeah. And uh, there's no Instagram. Instagram is iPhone only. But I really like, um, this is an Android app that's very similar. I really kind of like it a lot. Let me see if I can um, pull it up for you. Uh, And I'll show you. It's called Pick Please, P-I-C-P-L-Z for Android. And, um... It's, it has some additional features that I like. It has many of the features of Instagram, but you can browse the website, which you can't do. I don't understand why, but you can't oh do that. My gosh, that drives
1: me crazy with Instagram.
0: Yeah. yeah, I can go back through all of my pictures, my old pictures, or anybody else's pictures. But it also has the interesting pictures. It has, um, it has uh, like commenting, all of that stuff. Yeah, 2,214 views. That's because I tweeted it. But it, isn't this cool? It shows you where the picture was taken. There's the GPS location. There's the picture. You can click my name. This is, by the way, that's Ford Sync right there, playing an object of beauty. See, I got both advertisers in one picture.
1: (laughs) How do you like that? You're good, Leo. How do
0: you like that? Uh, If you click my name, you'll see other pictures. I had crab last night. There's a fish here. I don't know what. Wine. There's Steve's uh, play, the Picasso at Le Lapin Agile. We went to see that the other night.
1: Can you um, add effects like Instagram? I mean, yes,
0: it has, uh, but not as good as Instagram. I wish they had better effects. Uh, this is the uh, monochrome effect on this one. They have a Lomo camera effect. I think that's, that's on that one. They're not. They need to. They need to. Instagram does such a nice job with the effects. That's an effect you could see on that one. Um, <laughs> this is a funny picture.
1: But I agree with the Instagram. Um, not having any type of web presence. It's very frustrating.
0: Yeah, don't you wish you could do this on Instagram? And oh, my
1: gosh. I post, like, lots of pictures, and I think they look great, and then I can never go back and... can never and, find them. ...and find them or, yeah. you know, send them to someone online. just goes
0: all the way back. It's all my history. But then I can also see other, uh, you know, like, I, if I go to the popular list, I could see uh, this PICPLZ. It's free for Android. Um, these are my most popular postings, most, most liked. I think they just do... I think they do a very nice uh, job. Um,
1: Leo, are those actually your feet in your profile picture?
0: Uh, yes, in the hot tub. <laughs> you, <laughs> I don't know why, but that's, yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: that's my feet.
1: <laughs> kind of girly looking. <laughs> hey, stop it.
0: <laughs> I, I've i only had a few pedicures.
1: That's not a bad thing, Leo. But I like
0: them. <laughs> Who doesn't?
1: I do. I agree with you. Pedicures
0: are great. They give you a foot rub. <laughs> I'm not crazy about the pink nail polish, but the foot rub is fantastic. <laughs> all right, I am going to I am going to uh, make a call here. Ford did not take federal money, by the way. did not take stimulus funds. It's another reason why I like Ford. They did it on their own, the old-fashioned way. Lee Feiva, we're going to get him on the line and find out all about the
1: uh, common craft. Common craft. Um, and we're fortunate to get him because there was a big storm in Seattle and he went much of the day I without heard. Uh, internet.
2: Your internet is back, Lee. Yes, I am here.
0: Hallelujah! (laughs) Turn on your camera. We'd like to see you as
2: well as oh, that's right. Oh, it's a minor here. A minor detail. A little blue. All right, there we go. Hi, Lee. Hey, hello again, Amber. How are you?
1: Good. How are you doing? I'm doing
2: great.
0: So, did you uh, do this first? Was the Twitter one your first uh, video that you did?
2: It was not. Uh, that was done about a year after we made our first video, which was RSS in plain English.
0: Oh, wow. God knows
2: we need help with that. <laughs> that was what we were thinking when we made it. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, and was this a business or just for fun?
2: Well, it started more for fun. Uh, we wanted to be a part of what was happening, happening on YouTube in 2006 and looked back at some old blog posts that I had written uh, that tried to make technology easy to understand and got the idea of making those blog posts into videos. And
1: how do, what do you do to actually create the videos? Because I think it, it's all drawings, correct?
2: It is. It's all live action video. Uh, people often email us and ask us what software we use. And we say, just, photo, just video editing software. <laughs> That's all. It's all done uh, with pieces of paper on a whiteboard uh, with a normal video camera, and then we cut it up and use uh, stop motion animation to uh, make it look animated.
0: Your first, your first videos were open to the public and free, but it looks like you're charging now.
2: It's true. We, we have sort of uh, what, what my friends call um, do the right thing licensing, where we have m- many of our videos are out there for free on YouTube, available on our website. Uh, but we also have a licensing business, and we often license many of the videos that are available on places like youtube
0: i love I love the conceit of the cutouts. How did you hit on that idea
2: uh, It was totally like like a lot of things uh, it was my wife 's idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sachi is uh, the other person that's really uh, a huge part of Common Craft and i had been trying to do videos being the guy kind of standing in front of the uh, whiteboard looking at the camera and I got frustrated doing it and looked like a dork and uh, it was really her idea to use the format we use now which is pointing the camera straight down onto the whiteboard.
1: I'm curious what the process is like, because I can imagine a ton of work goes into creating these videos. So (laughs) do you come up with an idea as far as what needs to be explained and then write the script? What's that whole experience like?
2: Yeah. uh, You know, we start off really trying to figure out what kind of titles we want to work on. And then we, uh, I, I take the first shot at writing a script and I usually have the goal of using about 550 words, which equals about three minutes, usually, hopefully less. Um, to write a script, we use Google Docs to, to coordinate and, and edit the script. And then I take a, uh, a, a thumbnail storyboard, and I don't, I'm trying to, wonder, I don't know if I have one here, but here's sort of a, uh, an example of what um, a storyboard looks like in a, smaller, a small form. But uh, I take a first sketch of it doing uh, just pencil drawings in little boxes, and that's the first visuals, and then I use those pencil drawings to create the visuals that appear in the video. And those are done on a Wacom tablet, and then we uh, print them out and color them, and those are the pieces of paper that end up in the videos.
0: As cool as the technology is, though, I think the, the, the thing that makes these videos work is, is your ability to write something that is understandable.
2: Yeah, I think that that is a, a big part of it. People do think that, uh, oh, it's the, it's the format that really makes it work. And it, it certainly helps. But I, I, I do think that the, more, the longer we do this, more, the more we realize that, first and foremost, we are writers.
1: Right. I think it was interesting last week, too. I know you were in Toronto speaking at a, a conference here. And you talked a lot about explanation being sort of the future of content on the web. And I, I, <laughs> I think that's an interesting idea. Can you talk about that for a second?
2: Sure, sure. Uh, and I often say that the world is not getting any less complex. You know, every day there's, there's more products, more things to, uh, to learn about, and I think that it makes people feel anxious and they feel there's this pain in their life of feeling like they're falling behind. Yeah. And I think that there's an opportunity there Absolutely. for producers, not just Common Craft, but a lot of companies like Common Craft, to make media that helps them with that pain, helps them feel like that they, they are able to keep up and feel confident about technology.
0: That's, that's kind of what we do here, really. I yeah. mean, and and I, th- I, I would agree with you. There's an insatiable appetite because it does move so fast. People are just dying to figure out how it
2: works. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, I think that we are people that live in the tech world often take it for granted. And I think it's, right. easy, it's easy to forget that the, there's a mainstream world out there that uh, knows so little about the things that we, we deal with every day. And there's, that's a huge market.
0: <laughs> Do you find that a lot of your stuff is spread around by people sending it to their parents?
2: Yeah, we hear that a lot. Uh, <laughs> Amber, I heard Amber mention that yeah. earlier when you guys were talking. that her, I believe her uh, father-in-law mentioned that. And we actually bounce the ideas off of our, our, our parents, too, because we see them as uh, great examples of people that we're trying to, to speak to. But they, they are shared a lot on, on blogs, but also just people sending emails to talk to each other and, and share it via family members.
1: At what point did you realize that this could be turned into a business? I mean, was it, did a company come to you and say, hey, can you create one of these for us?
2: Yeah, yeah. The first one we did, we didn't think anything about a business model. But by the time we had made two or three, we put a link on our website that said, hey, do you want one of these for your, your product or service? And uh, within a few weeks, we had been contacted by a number of companies. And this, our second custom video was for Google Docs. Wow. And was oh, on. I, I remember do. that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. That was you. Uh, I <laughs> thought they were that. copying you.
2: Yeah, no, that was us. Um, and that really got us a lot of visibility yeah. in the custom side. And within a couple of months after that, we had dropped everything we were doing and devoted everything uh, in our little family of two people to uh, making videos. And we, it's been that way ever since.
0: You're, and you're, <laughs> you're 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 expanding out because here's how a president gets elected. For instance,
2: <laughs> yeah, oh, that's yeah, funny. we did that uh, just before the elections in 2008, and uh, we've done a series on uh, financial basics, which was a, an answer to the financial problems we were having, is yeah. trying to get people to understand the basics of finance. We've done a video about uh, surviving a zombie attack.
0: This is my favorite. I love this one.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's a fun one. We're always looking for ideas for for those fun kinds of videos. So let us know if you uh, if you have any any ideas like that.
1: I know uh, Bill Meeks on Twitter just asked, uh, he has a question for you, how you feel about so many people trying to rip off your style? I guess he has been asked by clients to create a video like this, but what's your reaction yeah. when you see sort of copycats out there?
2: You know, I, I think we've learned uh, to be flattered by it more than anything else. You know, we don't necessarily own a patent on that specific format, so... Um, I think that we, we, first of all, a lot of students and teachers are doing it in classrooms, and we're, we love to see that. That's a really great thing. Um, some of the marketing that's out there, um, it's, it's nice if they, if they are inspired by us to be able to say that it uh, was some kind of attribution, but really, I think that at the end of the day, the best thing we can do is just focus on making a quality product.
0: Well, and, and, that's and, really and, and after all, the first example I remember of cutouts on paper was uh, the first South Park Christmas episode. <laughs> They, sure. they were using construction paper and color, but it, but you know I mean this it, is this is is uh, kind of not I don't think you're the first, yeah to do it. How did you how did how has it worked the conversion from just giving these away to asking people to pay the web a web license for instance if you want to embed this on your website is seventy four dollars a month if you want as an individual to use it in a talk it's twenty dollars uh, yep. a year. Um, or actually, yeah. that's for all of them, I guess. Five dollars if you just well, want to no, use a, the zombie. That's just one. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the zombie. The, one the zombie's just, yeah. cheap. The zombie's a, a yeah, that's bargain. A <laughs> that's a bargain. Okay, I get it.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think in, in almost all of our business decisions, um, we're reacting to what people are asking for. Right. So people ask for custom videos, and after we built you know a library of five or ten videos, we learned from our customers that they wanted them for professional use. They wanted to use them to help them accomplish their goals. They were often educators, so they wanted them for presentations, for use on intranets at work um, and things like that. So we, we thought, well, part of what they're asking for is permission, but right. they're also asking for a premium version of it. So right. we set up the store on our website to be able to give them that permission, but also give them a high-resolution high video file that doesn't need to be online to be seen.
1: And now is this a full-time job for you guys, working out of your home?
2: It has been, yeah awesome. it, yeah, it certainly is now it's full time plus for the last that's couple awesome. of years. that's great fantastic. What a clever
0: idea. I mean, you've got translations in a number of languages as well. How do you do those?
2: We're on the way. well, you know one of the one of the great things about uh, paper cutouts is they don't have mouths right so <laughs> they don't, you don't have to match things up <laughs> dubbing wise so um, we work with a, a company that as our professional translators and they have voiceover. Artists that uh, they translate the the, uh, script and then just read it uh, just like I do in English, but in other languages. And we have a lot more of those on the way.
0: And that this is an example of why, when you when you go to a pay service, you can provide stuff like that that you couldn't do otherwise.
2: That's right. That's right. I think that you know I know you were talking about advertising before and and Wikipedia, and I think that it's kind of interesting to me that a lot of video people out there. are using the the ad model as as a great model, and I think it can work, but I think that there are models out there that can, uh, that don't have to use ads like licensing that can make video uh, producers successful, Uh, but it depends a lot on the content. I mean, some content is purely um, entertaining, and I think that what we found is that our content is um, educational and can be used to help professionals solve a problem, And, and that's really where the business comes from, I think.
1: Well, it's a very cool business. I know I've used your videos many times before to learn how to uh, understand something new. So keep up the great work, and uh, can't see can't wait to see what you come up with next.
2: Thanks a lot, Amber. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Lee.
0: Thanks, I appreciate Lee. Appreciate uh, it. Lee Lafever, yeah. CommonCraft. dot com. See you later. All right. Take Thanks, care. Guys. Bye. Yep. Bye. A, it, it is a neat idea, and and uh, you know I think that I. Uh, you know, we're obviously free media, ad-supported media, and made that decision. But I, I like seeing people try other uh, revenue models um, because then, and then uh, that that gives us a chance to see how it works, right? I don't oh, think definitely. I could charge for what we do. I think we have to give it away.
1: Yeah, and I think it's you know it's tough, and it's also tough to control that side of things. Like I'm sure they've had issues. with that's trying to what I don't, don't
0: want to do. I don't PS. want to get in the uh, DRM or the I know the copy and, protection realm.
1: And I think with the whole community, you know, online, there's a sort of feeling that people really appreciate openness. So I'm sure it's a challenge sometimes to be able to get people to um, pay for some of the videos that they've done, but they are fantastic. And I mean, well, I obviously,
0: they're they're the doing first. well.
1: Yeah, they're doing yeah. really well. So. Yeah. Um, Uh, Great to see them uh, producing lots of new content out there.
0: I agree. All right, we're going to take a little break. When we come back, we've got the site of the night. We've got the video of the night. You're going to love this video of the night, I have to say. It's very (laughs) funny. Uh, All coming up in just a bit, Amber MacArthur, Leo Laporte, and Ned at Night. And I want to just quickly remind you about our friend Tom Johnson, who makes a great product to protect you from spam what am. It's called MailRoute, mailroute.info, if you want to find out more Tom's an old friend. I started using MailRoute six years ago, and it's been uh, really. Uh, we just started advertising for him. I could have done this this ad years ago uh, because it's just been such a blessing. Um, the The deal with it is, uh, y- if you run your own domain uh, and you want to fight spam, you want to fight viruses, you just change the MX record to point to MailRoute.info, and the spam is gone. It protects me from a million spam messages every year. That's not a phony number. That's the actual number. 970,000 spam, 30,000 real emails in the last 12 months. That's amazing. Now, if you are using Gmail or Hotmail or Yahoo Mail, you you don't need this because they do it. Uh, But if you are hosting your own mail, and a lot of people still do, for security or privacy reasons or because you want to run your own domain, then you really ought to take a look at MailRoute. MailRoute customers, primarily small and mid-sized businesses, between one and a 1,000 users. There are larger companies also. Um, MailRoute is a great solution for all of you. And I invite you to give it a try by going to MailRoute.info. They do, at, by popular demand, this was not the intention when they started advertising, but so many people said, well, what about individuals? So they do offer individual accounts. Um, $2 per user per month from 1 to 100 users. More users, it goes down. To as low as $1.25 a month, there is a minimum, I think, of $20 a month. Although for individuals, that, uh, that is waived. Find out more at MailRoute.info. And when you do go to that site, that's a special site for Net at Night listeners, you'll save 10% on the life of your account. If you got spam, get rid of it now. It's very effective. MailRoute.info. And if you are spam, Amber MacArthur.
1: <laughs> I am not spam. Somebody no, thinks you thinking. are. <laughs> yeah, obviously.
0: Before the obviously. show, Amber was complaining about bounced email. This is actually, I think it's an artifact of bad anti-spam solutions, which uh, sometimes can be over-zealous. I've had that happen to me where people say, no, LeoVille is a spam account and we won't accept your mail. And it's like, dudes, get a better anti-spam solution because I, I am not spamming you. Well,
1: I'm halfway to a solution. So yeah, uh, yeah,
0: I think we fo- maybe found the problem.
1: I think so too. Um, All right, Leo. So I know that you're going to Paris pretty soon. I am. And
0: I'm going to be giving a talk at Web.
1: I know. And I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. But uh, I was thinking about you and uh, I've met lots of people over the past few months who do presentations. And I think this is becoming more and more common that, you know, just the average person who doesn't necessarily speak a lot has to do some type of presentation for their company. And I found this great link on lifehacker.com, which is a great website Love it. Five ways not to suck at PowerPoint. (laughs) It's really useful. There are about 43 slides um, in this this little uh, presentation someone's put together. And uh, five tips, essentially, in terms of what not to do. And really, really valid points.
0: Yeah. In fact, they quote our good friend Carmine Gallo in his book, The Presentation Secrets of Steve Jobs, which is a fantastic book. Five shocking design mistakes you need to avoid. Too much info. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Putting all your points on one slide sucks. This is good. And what's fun is they did it on SlideShare, which is essentially a way of sharing PowerPoint presentations on the Internet.
1: Yeah, so what it, it goes through, you know, not enough visuals is yeah. uh, the mistake number two. Um, horrible quality is mistake number three. So they yes. talk about... People shouldn't use, you know, uh, poor photos. Um, they should try to find original photos with that really great quality, whether it's on Flickr, or other websites, um, and uh, avoiding using uh, ugly fonts. I think yes. that's a good one too. Yes, yes.
2: Um,
1: and uh, also being all over the place. So mistake number four. So all of your slides n- don't necessarily look consistent as far as the layout. That's another big one. Um, consistent layout is important as well as colors and fonts and those types of things. And this is
0: the one that bites me every freaking time.
1: Lack of preparation. So you're not <laughs> supposed to prepare the night before. Um, you need to prepare in advance. I know that's tough. Uh, I haven't
0: prepared a thing for France. <laughs> I better get to
1: work. I know it's tough, but you, know, you, you go out there and I see a lot of different people speak and everybody has different styles as far as their presentations. But I, I'd say the majority of presentations I see are kind of poor quality. You I know, they could be a lot better. So um, I think this is a really great link for people to check out.
0: I agree 100%. And uh, I don't even use PowerPoint because I thought it was PowerPoint's fault. Now I know it's me. <laughs>
1: yeah, so, I uh, use Keynote for everything.
0: Keynote's great. But I, you yeah. know, I, got, the, I got to the, the point now where I don't even use slides. I just Nothing. do it like, a, like a, I stand out there and I go, hey, yeah. I'm talking to you here. I find if you shout, that really gets their attention.
1: you just yell? Is that the what you do time. on the web? Yeah. Okay, that's good. I can't wait to you. I know you're French, so I'm going to say it loud. <laughs> that's going to go over really well, Leo. <laughs>
0: yeah, maybe I ought to work on that a little bit, huh?
1: <laughs> just a tad, just a little bit.
0: Amber MacArthur is at AmberMac.com. That's her blog. Uh, a great place to find out more about Amber, including her video show CommandN.TV, and her great book. I have it right
1: here. Oh, you're good, Leo. It's called Power Friending. Buy it now. <laughs> wow, quite the! End- I'm going to use that video endorsement. I hope I can find a recording of this. Somehow. Buy it. It's
0: good. <laughs> it's actually it is. It's actually really great. It's a it's a gr- great way to find out how social media can really make a difference in your business. And uh, also...
1: WebNation, 24 Web But you can find everything at AmberMac.com. Yeah, it's all there.
0: And she's mm-hmm. on Twitter, too.
1: AmberMac on Amber Twitter. AmberMac on Twitter.
0: We're going to leave you with, uh, I think, a very important uh, diplomatic negotiation.
1: This is very important, Leo. We don't all, often have hard news on the show, no. but I think this uh, this is a special video.
0: Special. As you know, there has been considerable discord between, well, some, some birds and some pigs who stole their eggs. And I think we take you now to Camp David where the birds the and the friends, pigs after too many years are about David to resolve I their differences. We've reached an agreement that will Good night,
1: Good night. senseless conflict between you. Oh, 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 oh. The UN will uh, guarantee the defense of the pigs from any aerial attack. While the birds will get most of their eggs back. <laughs>
0: if, you, if you If you don't read the subtitles, you can't really understand what they're saying. But it's pretty funny. I invite you to visit the video. It's on YouTube. Just search for Angry Birds Peace Talks. And you heard, of course, the good news that there's going to be a new game from the pig's point of view. Say what? Say what? Say what? Say what? Thank you, Amber. Good night. We'll see you next time on Net at Night. Bye-bye.